Welcome to Sherwin-Williams. Hi there. I heard paints are 40% off. Yep, and stains too. R right here. Mm-hmm. Only at your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Right now. Well, September 20th through 23rd. Right on. Right? Ask Sherwin-Williams September 20th through 23rd and save 40% on paints and stains with sale prices starting at $2309. Only at your local Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Sub-exclusions apply. See store for details. He, he, we're talking about uh, cadences right now, okay? All right, we're or just back. the whole fucking act, the, or whole, the act. whole essence. Um, and um, Bill Burr was doing this guy. A lot of the Boston guys were doing this guy, Jimmy Tingle. Do you know who that is? No. He's like an old Boston comic, and he would do like the he would do him uh, Lenny Clark. All they were like legendary Boston guys, and they only did like an hour. Like an hour material, hour. the same hour every single night. Every night. Yeah. And a lot of the Boston, like Nick DiPaolo, Bill Burr, they all had that same cadence as he had. Now, naturally, they're all from the same area, so they have a, like the similar right. accents. But you could, but uh, I remember listening to Bill Burr, he cited him as an influence. But as far as cadence, like you said, like uh, Frank said off uh, air, uh, Bill uh, Richard Pryor would do Bill Cosby. Mm. Um, but in the early early on, yeah, you you are you do have your influences stick out more, and then you just shake it you off. You know, my you first know? couple of months, I did Chris Rock. See, <laughs> that's like I swear. That's great. I, I had a bit about Pat Riley. I had this bit that I used to do that would a bit would about never, Pat Riley. I had this bit that I would be, be like about how uh, if there's ever a, another riot, they should bring Pat Riley in because Pat Riley can, can get black people to do anything. <laughs> I was like, they shouldn't call him the National Guard. They should call Pat Riley. Be like, they're getting ready to burn the place down. Be like, Jamal, what are you doing? I'm getting ready to burn this place down. Yo, Pat Riley's here. <laughs> Word, Pat Riley. <laughs> Pat Riley can get me to do anything. <laughs> Pat Riley is the man. <laughs> Frank's pacing back and, and forth. I, I know Pat Riley. <laughs> the only thing wrong with that is that most people don't know who Pat Riley is. I was just about to who is Pat Riley. Please explain. Who's the coach of the Knicks? Okay, next point. See, even Mateo doesn't even know who it is. I don't know sports at all. The only thing I know about sports is O.J. Simpson played for the Buffalo Bills. They're like, why is okay. <laughs> they're like, why is Pat? Uh, why is Frank talking about uh, a bar owner from uh, Queens like Pat <laughs> Riley? But yeah, it's hilarious. They just trade your tracksuit for like a leather suit. Like they Rock. shouldn't call him the National Guard. They should call him Pat Riley. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the fuck was I thinking? What year did he work? Uh, he he was he he's still the he's owner still of the, he's, he owns the Heat. Oh, now yeah. he's the general manager of the Heat. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he coached till '98 or something. Like yeah, that. He, yeah, he won a championship with the Lakers and Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now your joke makes sense. Okay, oh, because the basketball. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, he's a basketball coach. Yeah, you didn't get this either. No, I didn't. When he said Knicks, I was thinking Mets. No, I no, it. he's a basketball coach. No, I knew. I was going to fucking... <laughs> I was going to say he won in 06 with the fucking Miami Heat. Uh, yeah, he also, like, he was very good with erratic personalities like, right. uh, like Charles Anthony Spiegel, right? Mason and John Starks. He could handle people that were hard to deal with. He had the slick back hair with the yeah, fucking he nice suit. He was like a gangster. Suit. Yeah. Is there anything funny when Latrell Sprewell choked out that coach? That Carlos Simone. Was that, not yeah. the that guy was a dick. Because well, the coach, yeah, real yeah. because it's probably hilarious because he probably was like yelling and screaming at a six foot six black man, and like he showed him like right. what 
could happen. And he just choked him out, really. And his little, he, like, the guy had, like, a little neck. And Latrell had, like, these giant hands. And you know what? Did Latrell even get a suspended for that? I, he, you know, today he probably would have kicked out of the league. But right. then he got traded. He, he, yeah. <laughs> no, he That's tough. what they would do with you then. Well, the thing <laughs> is, Latrell Spiro was a, a really extremely talented basketball player. He's, like, at the time, he was, he was, great. A, he yeah. was I don't know who you would compare him to now, but he was great. That's hard because there's only, like, five players in the league these days. Uh, yeah. right? <laughs> they all play for one team. Who's good? Stefan Curry? Uh, yeah. May I have permission to ask Frank one question? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you know how to do my what do, I'm <laughs> I'm do, do you prefer, like the history and the personality persona of Mike Tyson? Yeah, I like Mike Tyson. Do you like his cartoon? Would you watch his cartoon? <laughs> I, I've, I've never seen the cartoon. <laughs> okay. What the Car- fuck is Mateo talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's a cartoon. He wanted to know if I like Mike Tyson. Yeah, I like Mike Tyson. Yeah, Frank likes Mike Tyson. The- well, you watch it because Frank tells me all the time I don't watch cartoons. I generally don't watch cartoons. Yeah, yeah but would you like watch him as a cartoon? boxer, not as a fucking cartoon? If character. I happen to catch it, I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> his 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 documentary was great, made by that uh, dude who uh, I guess Tobin. he got yeah I guess he got me too. But that documentary was fucking awesome. The way that all the, the did you guys see it? The Tyson documentary, the, the tiles, on, the, the tiles of footage come in from left and right and stuff like that. It was a really no. great. documentary. You ever see his one man show? What did you think about that? No, I didn't, it. but I, I'm sure it was great. Who directed it? Spike Lee. I think Chris Rock. <laughs> yo, I think Chris Rock directed. Oh, maybe it was Chris Rock. No, Chris Rock directed that. Did he really? I think so. Spike Lee doesn't write or produce his own movies anymore. He got jo- he had to get Jordan Peele to produce his movie. I think his last great movie was Twenty Fifth Hour. I, 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 I think that movie's good. I would go back yeah. even. Further. Patrice O'Neill was in that movie. Right? I have to was, wait to yeah. see Black Klansman. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. You yeah, know what's funny? When I was catering, I uh, Spike Lee was at an event, and I was. Dude, Catering is the most fucking demeaning thing in the world. I had to quit because I'd go like to events and be serving and shit, and there'd be like comics I know at it. I'm like, I'd, I'd walk out, I'd quit, I'd be oh, like, wow. I can't fucking do this. <laughs> but one time, Spike Lee was there, and this is a weird fucking aside. But that motherfucker ate twenty five quail eggs off my fucking tray. It was like, no, no, where, 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 where are you going, young man? Going and he just like kept eating quail eggs. I'm like, who the fuck eats quail eggs? I never even knew they existed. No, you remind me of you remind me of John Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that gonna be how small. Was he? He's probably a little guy. Yeah, he's a tiny guy. Yeah, he's probably like what, like five foot. He had a beef five. with Michael Rappaport recently. Yeah, he had a beef with Michael Rappaport. Why? Because he was saying he was speaking out against gentrification, and and uh, Michael Rappaport said he thinks gentrification is good because Williamsburg was a piece of shit until they fixed it up. And then he's <laughs> like, "Wait, what is Spike Lee talking about? He lives on the Upper East Side. What does he care about?" <laughs> right, right. There, there's true. some phony shit with that. Like, also, uh, let's get into gentrification for a second. Like, <laughs> if if the whole thing with America is to own, right? Like, if you owned your apartment, you'd yeah. be fucking a millionaire. So gentrification would be good for you. But too many people are just like renting and stuff like that. You can't rent for your whole life, right? Are you pro gentrification? No, I'm neither. I'm just oh. like uh, it's like. Well, uh, it's weird that, that that a lot of these uh, I, I would say upper class white people from the Midwest are they upper class? Would, would you consider them upper class or middle class? I don't really know. They're upper, upper, upper class, upper class, right? completely. And they're the one, and they're the ones who are like pro like equality, and they're just kicking these poor black people out of their apartments. Like I always found that weird. Well, also it's it's the the landlords are the ones who are like seeing dollar signs and they're kicking people. I'll tell you one thing. I got a buddy who's a hipster and he's uh his landlord's a Puerto Rican and the Puerto Rican is charging him up the wazoo. And good for that fucking guy. (laughs) Good for him. Yeah, Yeah. good. The Puerto Rican owns the fucking building. Good for him. But like it is it is funny and like this is almost like it's like unsaid hack. But yeah, the people who are gentrifying are the ones that are complaining about gentrification. They're like, it's bad. It's like no motherfucker, you're gentrifying. You're moving. 
move into a fucking war zone, which is Bushwick, sure. and from fucking Illinois or wherever the fuck you're from, because you want to be cool and put on Facebook that. I live in Brooklyn, comma, New York City. You're a fucking loser I'm an still. artist. I live in Brooklyn. Right, right, right. I shop at a bodega. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's, that's the, they're the ones that are the fucking, the issue. I hate that. when uh, comedians, or like if I hear someone who's not from, born and raised in New York, they're like, you're not a real New Yorker if you've never taken the subway to work or like or anything like that. Yeah. And it's like, well, I think you're talking out of your ass. Like, you're, like what are you Completely. talking Completely. Like, that's you know, also one thing. I, I will never call myself a New Yorker. I'll live in New York for the rest of my well, life. You're from Philly, so it's not like a whole. But I'm just saying, it's like I'm not different. I'm not fucking from like. There's very few New Yorkers. There's yeah. fucking Frank. There's yeah. you two. There's like very <laughs> few. Chris Herky is that his name? Her- Her- yeah. 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 There's them. It's like they are New Yorkers. I'm a fucking guy who came here and lived here a long time. But also, um, being from Philly, there is an identity to that. Being from like Wyoming, there's no identity. Who gives no. a fuck about you Wyoming? know what's the I one? I hate when people call themselves Brooklyn comics. Oh. But I love calling them Brooklyn comics to demean them. <laughs> I never thought Brooklyn would be known as a place where there's people that aren't cool. That's kind of be amazing. Because when I was growing yeah. up, Brooklyn was known as where the tough guys were. Mm. Now it's uh, where the pussies are. It's true. You, you, now, now you say people go back to Brooklyn, you fucking pussy. Because there's it's amazing. <laughs> like fucking, I remember like oh, yeah, like being Brooklyn. a kid and like just being <laughs> like if a kid came. Uh, moved into my neighborhood and he was from Brooklyn he automatically became the toughest guy yeah. in the neighborhood yeah. now if now you come from toughest, Brooklyn that's the toughest transgender <laughs> <laughs> it's true because you grew up in Brooklyn Marguerite. your entire life there's no one more Brooklyn than Frank Terranova you, know, you, said you know what it says on my, <laughs> on my Instagram the only real Brooklyn comic yeah and and you see because in the 90s it was, Brooklyn was known for uh, you know Bensonhurst and Bay Ridge and Diker High like you know that, that whole Section yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I knew, and the Russians down in fucking Sheepshed, whatever the Brighton fuck. Beach, Brighton Beach, and the uh, the other side of Brooklyn, South Brooklyn, um, still like because because um, Court Street was still very Italian, yeah, yeah, right, and then there was uh, you know um, Church Avenue down there, and that was all blacks, Black. so it was still fucking tough. It was yeah. like you know because you yeah, had yeah. the gangs and you had like you know these Italian kids, and now um, you know I, I, Sunset Park's all Chinese, right? Yeah, well, that's right. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, as you wear your Chinese shirt there, <laughs> Japanese, Japanese, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but but now it's all. But but it's so amazing because you see and you and you have have you you've seen it basically go yeah, yeah, yeah. to where it's gone now, where it's basically um, all like white hipsters and people well, just know, walking we, around. We, we need to house these uh, graphic designers. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> People. Frank, has anybody? Uh, is there any comic in New York who's lived in New York longer than you? No, um, Dave Lester. No, I'm older than him. I'm the no, no. I'm Dude, the Frank's a fucking relic. <laughs> He's like the uh, uh, when you go in, in, in the Matrix and you go see the uh, who's the person you go to the Oracle. Frank's like the Oracle. He's seen fucking everything in New York City. Almost fifty-two years. Where's That's a, fucking insane? Where's Mike Kramer from? Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. Oh, okay, so he yeah. might be a little. Yeah. But where's he live now? I think Brooklyn. Is Mike Racine around your age or not? No, Mike Racine's no. thirty. Yeah, fucking my age. What, what and, he, and he's what? not from New York. <laughs> he's, he's, he's from Princeton, New Jersey. He's from Jersey, right? Sorry. Jersey's not that bad though. 
It really isn't. Like, I don't know. I like, uh, I like Frank wild. just shot me a look. <laughs> I, I, I like Wildwood. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. Jersey Shore, like down there. That's Jersey's like, cool. like I, grew up in the, I grew up in the suburbs of Philly, like so 10 yeah. minutes from the stadiums in New Jersey. So we're, we're like that close yeah. and stuff. But Jersey's an interesting place because it's the suburbs for the two fucking biggest cities in the United States of yeah. America. Or like Philly's like fourth biggest. Sure. You know, LA, Chicago, Phoenix, Still a big Philly. market. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's an interesting place where it has those suburbs where people don't want to fucking live in these cities, especially Italians. They don't like staying in the fucking metropolitan city. No. So I grew up with all Italians. Like they want to leave and they want nice I yards think and stuff. That's what the problem is. It's like Italians never stop moving. Yeah. They move from Italy to Manhattan. Then they move from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Then they move from Brooklyn to Staten Island. Then from Staten Island to Jersey. From Jersey to Florida. They just keep moving. <laughs> you know what's really interesting about that statement? I don't want to be a dick for saying this, but Hitler said to Mussolini in their meeting <laughs> um, in the Alps uh, the French border before the uh, French and British came and invaded saying that Italians are the gypsies of a nation wow how about that I'm telling you he's measuring everything he's saying <laughs> I like it I like, I like this new Matteo being more selective are you being sarcastic no I'm serious you weren't here last time he was a fucking lunatic no he was, he was dead he just, that, was, that was a fact he, he knows a lot of stuff he knows a lot I was just going to say it would be Italians would be in Florida, uh, Cuba after Florida but you came up with something much more they were yeah before the Fidel revolution and everything I was being. Oh, was yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm a little neurotic right now. <laughs> Mateo's the breakout star of this podcast. You know how I'm the breakout star of the sit down. <laughs> yeah, he's the breakout star of the Greg. I gotta put him on all the time. Yeah. Now. You know where there's a lot of good Italians is in Ohio. A lot of comics that I meet from Ohio that are Italian, I get along with them all. When I moved to San Francisco, there was a guy, there was a couple of guys out there, like. Uh, but even now, like uh, Dom Leonelli, Leonelli's uh, from Ohio. Yeah, he's he's so yeah. fucking. He's, he's so funny. He's a character, but he's a guy. That, he, 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 he's like a wigger type. He tries to be. <laughs> he's so. He's from Ohio. He's such a character. <laughs> he's a Rufat. Rufat, yeah, the Rufat's, two of the, Rufat's an Arab. Yeah, Rufat, yeah, he, he gets yeah, away with it, you know. No, 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 he don't get away with it. What he is, he's uh, he's Ru- a, uh, Rufat and Conrad have a contentious relationship. Oh, you guys yeah. don't get along. They had a real big fight a couple weeks ago. I was no, at- I have a fight with him all the time, but he knows what I say to him is true. I can't even believe that we're bringing him up. But that motherfucker <laughs> is trying to be like a what would you call it? He's like a a conscious black guy, even though he's not fucking black at all. <laughs> He knows he knows nothing about nothing, but he talks so much fucking shit that I have to I have to correct him on history. Like he'll be talking, trying to make points about history. I'm like, that didn't happen. That's not true. And you he's know, like, one time I ran into Rafai a couple about a year ago. I was on a date, on yeah. a, a day date with a with a black girl, and the next day he sees me. He's I'm surprised. I go why? He goes. I go, what, because she was black? He goes, no, but she looked like socially conscious. She had like the thing on her hair. I'm like, what, now you're fucking, you're breaking down my date? I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what her thoughts were. I didn't listen to her talk. Yeah, the, the one thing I don't like is like when people who never had black friends or were around black people, mm. they think they know what black people want and should act right. or how you appear to black people. They don't know shit from fucking shampoo. Uh, so like, relax. Watch, observe for many, many years in this new city that you're in, and then you start making opinions. But they like think they fucking know shit. They don't know nothing. They, they, they size people up and they're very judgmental. Like people are shocked to find out I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, you know if they see I'm friends with somebody who's gay, they're like, "Oh, you have a gay friend?" I'm like, "What do you, what do you think? I'm a Nazi?" And that's <laughs> and, and that's why it takes so long for people to come around to other people because you start seeing them as three dimensional and right. not like some fucking cardboard character that you thought they were. It, it is weird when um when pe- when these 
always because uh, I hate when the comic uh, comic goes on stage and they'll be like, "Yeah, I was with my black friend the other day," and I was like, "Why is he your black friend?" Yeah. It's like, well, you know, all my friends growing up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. All my friends growing up were five foot three Italian kids. Like, that was <laughs> right. that's all my friends. I was that'd be funny if you did every joke. My Italian friend. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not gonna be like my Italian friends turned around to me and uh, they want to sell me sneakers. By the way, tell Antonio stop stealing my hashtag. <laughs> what, what, hashtag? What, what is it? What is hashtag it? Guinea Heroes. He's like. <laughs> Oh, he takes that? No, it's okay. Maybe right. he, he's posting like sausage and peppers and he's writing hashtag Guinea Heroes. Wait, like the sandwich? It's not the like Bay the Bay Tribute. No, he's probably just, he's a fan. He's a fan of yours. Wait, he like the sandwich, you. not like the hero of a story? No, I mean, the, I, how I mean it is the hero of a story. Oh, you, okay. need, you need to tell him to take a photo of that and put like a red cloth of it so it's a superhero. So we, uh, uh, all right, well, you're insulting Antonio. Insulting my friend. They can't, here. All, be, they can't a- all be golden. A- Antonio loves Frank. He That's loves. Great. Yeah. One time we were at a mic, right? At like seven o'clock or whatever. He went into the bathroom to gel up his hair, and he's like, "Frankie T is here. He's got to see me look tra- full Travolta." And he went out, and, and Frank was in the backyard talking to us, so he'd never seen his son. So, like, you know what's funny? Like maybe like ten years ago, Frank would have like a manager like right out of the gate. They'd be like, "This guy's great. He's uh, he's for the people." I'm going to market him, but now he's got to fucking do it all himself. You know, it's funny. It's a lot of people think I'm not marketable, but I really believe I am. I really believe if somebody, if a ma- somebody in the industry backed me, I could become a, a big commodity. No, that's true. The man is in office. What? Hmm? Donald Trump. He got he rode into office oh, like a fucking oh, tank saying obnoxious shit. My listeners are uh, pro-Trump. Come we on. went 16 episodes without ever never mentioning Donald Trump's never name. Mentioning his name. Fucking Mateo. But anyway, it's it's a shame nowadays. Like, not only do you have to be a comedian, you have to be fucking a professional in like marketing, advertising, oh, producing, oh, yeah. directing. It's like, uh, you know, years ago they'd be like, "All right, get this guy off the street. We're gonna put him in a fucking movie." Yeah. Frank would have been in fucking Goodfellas too. You right. know, like in the background driving a truck somewhere. I should be on the Deuce playing Vincent. There you go. <laughs> You should audition for the Deuce. I'm, I'm sure Are they, they having a new season? Yeah. 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 My no, dad but you have to use social media to like <laughs> crowbar your way in somehow. You know what I mean? Which is ridiculous. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and there's a... I should be Michael Rispoli's yeah. henchman. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. All of this. It'd be good. It'd be more believable like, than the other guy. I fucking... Why I hate social media is uh, there was a pitcher that pitched in the All-Star game that probably nobody knew, knows. Like The n- guy from the Brewers? This kid, yeah, it's right. right. I, I'm very interested in this because I fucking don't get it so hit me with it, all it the info fucking, you got. It, it infuriates me because there's this kid. His name's Josh Hader. No one ever knew him. I'm a baseball fan. Barely knew right. this guy's name, right? And he's pitching in the All Star Game, which is probably getting the highest ratings uh, on television that night. Right. And they, someone, some scumbag, actually went back to find out like what he's doing on Twitter, and they came up with a bunch of racist shit he said. Like, and they were like, when he was 17, he's like 17 years old. It's like. Like if I'm on the fucking like if I ever make it and I'm on like the fucking Tonight Show and I just drop the N bomb on a fucking podcast I probably have, uh, <laughs> and like fucking some asshole was like, let me look into further with this fucking no they do kid. do that they did that to people on SNL it's fucked they did up that with that though. kid that uh, was on SNL but, Josh Radinsky I think his name was whatever yeah. fucking kid's name is but like even like if it's at the lowest level of a fucking Major League Baseball relief pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. Right. 
You know, this kid don't pitch but for you the know heat. why? Because people will click on it. And as a, as a fucking, I'm part of the problem, I clicked on it and I read yeah, that article. Of course. Like yeah. Better off being, uh, like, sometimes I, you know, we beat ourselves up because we like to be doing better. Yeah, of course. And, uh, but you know what? Sometimes it's, I'm better off being an underground guy because, like, uh, I got a lot of dirt on, on my past. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even embarrassed. Yeah, but maybe about there's it. a good way to like treat it. Like maybe yeah. that guy should have been like, "Yeah, I did say that." And uh, by the way, go fuck yourself. And I'm not going to do anything. I'm a comedian. I'm not yeah. a senator. From, from our yeah. perspective, though, as comics, like I, I, I'd rather be unapologetic. Now, if I was a major league baseball player and I. Pitch for an organization. Yeah, you have to. I got. I got. I got to fucking. You have to you bend have to. over and like yep. you know let the That's world like fuck Bill me. Yes, he goes. You know something? I love being a stand up more than anything else. He doesn't really try to do anything else. I mean, he does the cartoon, which I understand right. is very good. But he doesn't really try to do, do other things. Because he's like, you know what? I, I'd rather be my own guy. He's his own boss. Oh, yeah, that's true. But as an athlete, you have to really fuck up to really get kicked out. Like of if league. you get on a sitcom. They yeah. can fucking uh, fuck oh, you up if yeah. they find you on a podcast. Here's the kind of funny work. thing sure. that me and Frank have in common, which is we both work for ourselves. Yeah. Nobody's fucking telling me what to do. The only thing I got a problem with is that I work with kids. So, like, if I say something <laughs> fucked up, Frank, Frank's Frank got a, a business where he's not dealing with fucking human beings. Human beings. <laughs> you know? So, like, the well, kids aren't human beings. But go on. Yeah, I, have, I might have people that I have to apologize to that pay me money, but it's like, right now I'm doing comedy. I talk the shit that I want to talk, and I'm not going fucking off the fucking rails, like no. talking about fucking Hispanics and how they're fucking whatever. Right. It's like, I just talk shit the way I think. And I think I'm trying to be principled person and I don't have to apologize to anybody right now. And I don't have to take shit from anyone. I fired clients before, like I'm my own man. So in order to get to the next level, like it better be fucking better than it is now. And it's hard to be better than it is now. Do you think if you say something, uh, was deemed in- inappropriate, right? Should you have the information to back it up? Or if it's just funny, just let it be funny. It's hard to say. Because here's the interesting thing I've been thinking about recently. I've never... Nobody has ever once come up to me after my set, after my comedy, and said... What you did up there was really inappropriate. Because right. I would just look right through them and be like, get the fuck out of my face. Sure. Like, never has that ha- ever happened. Maybe because I'm an intimidating person, but it's like, it's never happened. And people want us in, in conversations, they'll be like, yeah, but you're, you know, you do a type of comedy that's this and that. It's like, okay, what, I don't fucking know. Because now we live, because this is more from the right than the left wing. Uh, we, the right, they're fact based. So, whatever, like, like we were talking about Jordan Peterson right. earlier. Uh, he has a lot of he's he's very factual. He has a yeah you know, right. Whatever he says, he has ninety reasons why this is the reason right. why I'm saying it. Right. And in comedy, that's not the funniest thing to do. The funny I think comedy's funny when it's ignorant. You yeah. Know? Yes. You know, when they, you know, that's funny. <laughs> that's the best way to put it. That's why ignorant. I love racism. I don't love racism, but I love racism. But I will tell you, no, you're missing one part like of that, it. You know my fire department joke where I said yeah. there was no survivors? That's not true. There was some, there's Of course there is. But, but, but and some people say to me, Frank, you know, there was some survivors. I go, I don't care. It's ignorant. Well, you know what it is? The best joke is the yin and the yang, the perfect balance of dumb and smart at the same time exactly dumb smart people are the funniest people ever is because they're not completely clownish and they're not completely intellectuals like they're somewhere in the middle it's like right. it's, it's hard to deal with them because they're many different ways that's and that's a good joke that's of why course. Archie Bunker was so funny I was gonna bring that up it yeah. was, Archie Bunker was so funny it's, the, it's one of the funniest characters of all time and they wrote that character which is weird they wrote him as a villain almost a little bit I mean, but, they, yeah, but you know what that goes to, to, to Carol O'Connor's credit because he made him likable yeah I, I, I had a girl that I was dating who was very liberal 
And we would watch all in the family, and she would start crying. And I go, "What's the matter?" She's like, "Cause he's so mean, but you you still like him." Yeah, like, well, that's great. Well, that's the thing about today when it comes to television, right? Tony Soprano. And uh, the, the funniest episode of Sopranos was like when he uh, when Meadow was dating the black girl, and and uh, black girl. He, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, black girl. Yeah, it might as well be a black girl. So. That would have made it worse. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, That's that a was, great episode. It should be reshot. Uh, 2013. Yeah, story and that'll, arc. Be, that'll be like uh, something now today. But he was, she was dating that black guy, and he, and uh, it, he found out he was uh, the kid was uh, Jewish and black, and he just was like having none of it. And people might watch that today and go, that's disgusting. But what the fuck? He was a murderer. He killed his best friend later in the season. But that's where you draw the line. You know, it's funny. Like he was talking, he goes, yeah, my daughter was dating a black. He says to the to the yeah. therapist. Yeah. He, she goes, so how did you handle it? He's like, well, I had a frank conversation with Buckwheat. <laughs> <laughs> but also, too, like, what, what, if, what if the show was about... Uh, Jewish gangsters, right? And, and the what? Jewish girl was dating a Catholic guy. Unacceptable, but we'd be like, all right, what? You I know mean, what the interesting thing with course. that story was? The kid turned out to be a dick who was playing her. Right, yeah. he wasn't a good guy. He wasn't he, good at yeah. all. The way they they wrote the black guy is a bad. And guy. later in the season, she starts to date the gangster, the former boss's son, yeah, yeah. who was a dick also. Yeah. But it's kind of it's a co- weird correlation, and it's just sticking with your own kind of type of deal. Yeah, yeah. But today they they won't even write that. Today. Well, even like the like Ray, you watch that show Ray Donovan, how the lead, uh, you know, the character Ray Donovan is kind of a progressive, where he accepts everybody. <laughs> I just don't understand. Even like the Deuce, uh, James Franco's character is like, yeah, I'll hire a gay uh, bartender. It's like it's 1970 in New York. They made it like it was a big deal, though. Like he was like, "Are you sure?" The gay guy was like, "Are you sure you want to hire me?" You know, it's true. That's the one thing I heard a good criticism of that is that they're trying to like make it today's progressive mentality in a day that wasn't progressive. Right. Right. Well, you know what does that really well? Have ever you seen King of Hell? Uh, yeah. When I was younger. The cartoon. Yeah, yeah. There. Frank's seen it. This guy loves cartoons. The, yeah. that, that show. During like the early 2000s, more progressive than shows that are now. We're talking about the sitcoms because the show was animation, but it played as a realistic sitcom. They, they've done three episodes about transgenderism or transgender rights, two episodes about gay marriage, and they tackled it from a uh, uh, middle America's perspective. Like, like so I'm, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. yeah. But also that guy who makes those shows, Mike Judge, is literally a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's like. He's like fifty percent to Woody Allen level. Right. Like everything. Like we were talking about fucking uh, the, the, the nerd show, butthead. He did uh, idiocy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and he did uh, the, the Silicon office? Valley. The he office? did the Office. Yeah, he's fucking everything he does is fucking great. So that guy's very thoughtful. But also going back to this progressive stuff, like progressive is also kind of like uh, it's gone past its fucking due. Well, there, you, there, 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 well, there is a there is a thing in like like fucking um, like you know when uh, they at like a sporting event they the kiss cam right yeah. right and they'll put two guys on screen right that's like not funny at all. There's nothing funny about that. So Wait, but, they'll they'll kiss or just no, do it. but you know like when the the camera will pan to them and it's like. Oh, find, like two macho guys, like a yeah. mean zombie, were hanging out. Yeah. at the uh, at City Field. No, you have to have a sense of humor about that, right? No, no, I, I, I you have to be like whatever. I think that's no, no. I'm talking about like from but people I, get offended. From over. no, 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 no. I'm not talking about people getting offended over. It. I do think it's very lowbrow. Like you just watch that. And like in today's age, I'm not talking about 20 years ago. 20 years ago, that's hilarious. 
today I'm like, ah, fucking, all right, you know, two guys. Because uh, you're kind of saying like, uh, like it, it, progressiveness in, in in some sense is cut out hack, you know, and that's that's cool. What do you want? Uh, we were talking about progressivism. Progressivism, in your term, well, is a an umbrella term. So what you're focusing, like, I consider myself extremely progressive, but I don't want to be an authoritarian branch. I consider it libertarian. Hey, to Mateo, oh, tell them what you said when a girl, <laughs> a, a, a girl asked Mateo what his ideology is, and what did you say? What did you say? Uh, what was it? A radical extremist. <laughs> but here's what, what, else, she, what did she do? She looked at me like, okay, I'm really nervous, and she left. <laughs> yeah, I say I'm part. I, I say that I'm part of the alt center. Like I'm extremely fucking reasonable, <laughs> but they'll turn that into like being a Nazi because no, even no. alt right wasn't. Well, where Mateo well, just well, admitted I'm, to being a fucking terrorist. <laughs> well, I usually say I'm apolitical. But here's the funny yeah. thing about uh, being progressive. Term, well, like if you're progressive, like we've have progressed so fucking far these days yeah. that it would. At what part is progressivism? If it's that's even a word. Is, it, no, we're, at what part is it eliminated? Like, what's your end goal? Because we're fucking pretty close. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I mean, you know, the oh, fucking the, the next stage is transhumanism. Yeah, what the fuck? Is, I don't know. What that okay, is. listen. What I'm saying is like, <laughs> I don't know. I live in a metropolitan. I live in a metropolitan city, yeah. so like, I don't see transgender people. Uh, getting abused that much or whatever this and that and also like maybe we got a few problems with like all right i don't know anything again i'm not political okay so there's uh some sort of like a police uh overuses of their power right but like what are the biggest fucking problems but what happens is if you like progressives are need to constantly tell you that things are not okay so they can continue to be progressive right the biggest problem in new york city is cost of living and rent rent prices there's a weird like you live in we, we live in New York City, so you're seeing more shit, and you're well, I wouldn't call it shit, but whatever. Uh, you're seeing like transgender people walking down the block, and you give them a look, and in these small towns, if that person were to walk into their small town and they all looked at that person funny, well, I, I don't see the the real issue there. Like it's a small town, everyone knows everyone. That's you know some monster. I wouldn't say monster, but some like real. Jeez. Some weirdo walks in wearing you know wearing a you know wearing a dress. Yeah, I don't think that. those things are happening. Number yeah. one, uh, transgender They're people not. are an extreme extreme minority, less than like one yeah. percent of the population. But anyway, we are like very progressive as a society, very to right. the point where it's getting like a little too much. Now people still do do deserve their rights, and if you got a complaint, I'll hear it out or let somebody else hear it out, and like we'll talk about it. But it's like that's what I said. That's the very interesting point. Is like progressives. The, for them to exist, problems also need to exist. Of course. But I'm arguing those problems are going away at a drastic pace, and they're creating more fucking problems. Well, yeah. I, the, 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 the next problem that we're, you're not talking about social, what I guess is, I, I've, the, U, the UN sees the next biggest problem is the third world. Because it's going to flame into revolution, they claim, by 30, uh, 2030. It's one of your theories? No, no, this is from the United Nations. No, pamphlet. they're going to what? The, the UN and the Pentagon put, came down and made a pamphlet. You can download it off the UN website. Same by 2030, uh, all, pretty much the entire third world from Asia to Latin America and Africa is going to revolt in a violent revolution. 
I've heard the opposite. I, I, the, I heard that the UN by 2030... Uh, it's, it's not the UN. I'm saying the third world. Uh, the UN okay. put no, this, no, no. I'm saying the UN is saying by 2030, poverty will be eliminated. Yeah, but I'm saying the, the, it will be, but there's still those places are so drastically overpopulated that a lot of people will have income, but like the people who don't will make a, be so vast, like a big slump. Right, I don't know why yeah, I'm engaging yeah, Mateo yeah. on this one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talk saying now. the populace is so... Let's get into this. I want to talk about you. Okay, let's okay. go. Okay. So if, Picture Mumbai, a population of 2.7 million. If only 13% of those people get out of the poverty, there's still another, about 86% of people who are in poverty under the age of 27. So they can violently overthrow the system. You know what the scary thing? Remember, you ever see uh, when Ann Coulter was on Bill Maher and was like, I think Donald Trump's the next president, and everyone laughed at her? I'm laughing at Mateo, but this could possibly be that moment right, right, where right, right. this may happen. You might you're the you're the next you're the next Ann Coulter. <laughs> Would you be worse? I said in eighth grade Trump's gonna be the next president. I have papers okay, I'll, about I'll take, it. Take away the microphone. He wobbled. <laughs> he wobbled his head when he said it like a sassy black woman. Well, I think I think if we learned anything, is Michael Sarah will be the forty year old version. <laughs> Yeah, what are your theories? Is that what, what, okay? Get back on. They missed what, that on the car ride. Yeah, that's off the car ride. I'm saying the 40 year old virgin is about is about a 10 year old film. So I'm saying Michael Sears is currently 30. So when he turns 40, he'll remake him as the main character. Yeah, it'll be like a reboot, like Karate Kid. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, Michael Sarah. And uh, Jada Pinkett, uh, whatever the fuck is in the movie, yeah. right? Okay. I, I, I've done the numbers. What would be the good match? From, oh, probably Emma Stone. He's a British super bad thing all over again. Hey, you see uh, Ralph Macchio? He's on the deuce. <laughs> <laughs> Is he good? He's great yeah, on the deuce, actually. Cop. He's really good, actually. Yeah. And what's with these lunches that you're going on now? Like, you're, now you're taking female comics out and I like this. showing uh, up the time. Why, why, why did you see any Instagram shit? No, we, no, it we're asking up. you. It was brought Who up. Pays? Yeah. They usually make me, but whatever. <laughs> For all, you pay for their lunch, too? Well, we go to cheap places. <laughs> They're fucking owning uh, you. Are they giving you HJs afterwards? What are HJs? Hand jobs. No. Oh, then you're getting fucked up. No, they're, they, you know what they are doing? They're 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 uh, they're jerking off his self esteem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. That's you're, good for something. Yeah, you're, it's like you're you're you're. Uh, Why are you making you pay these whores? Uh, yeah, who are the girls you're taking? Hair. At least give me attention. Who are you going? Who are you going to lunch with? Ashley Hamilton, Alana Claire Parker, and they make you pay. Sometimes. Do you offer or do they assume you're paying? Wait, what? How does it work? Do you, do well, you go, well, no, no, let me get that? Or do they go, you're paying, Mateo? No, it's usually vi- a combination of both. Hmm. I like this. I, don't I like that he's very honest you know, about it. He took out the plastic before. He took out a MasterCard, right? Yeah, the credit yeah. card? But he, he took out a debit card. Oh, it was a debit card. It was a debit card. Oh, okay, all right. Think, think about the bullet you dodge. You get to like spend some time with these women while these other fucking cucks book them on shows, right? And make them do spots. And he's shit. paying for their food. They book me a lot of times. On the yeah, but yeah. Don't forget these people book these women, and they have to hear ten minutes of them. He has to spend like about two hours. Yeah. With them. Hey, I like it. You like you enjoy their company. Yeah. You can listen to that fucking voice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> any of them. There's several others. You live the life like a extravagant, like a, like like an older man, like a seven year old man who just like. Yeah. Dates like hookers. Yeah. I, I, I have not. I have not watched a female comedian at a show where I did not go out for a smoke break. Like, <laughs> <laughs> every single one of them. Someone asked me like uh, this girl asked me, "What do you call female comics? Uh, comedians or comedians?" And I did answer. her. I called them smoke breaks, and she oh, walked man. away. She walked away with her arms raised and like, just flaring. Wow. You know what we need? We need. Uh, we were talking about the 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 joke you guys posted about uh, 
Pete Davidson and the oh. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, uh, the extremes are not extreme enough. Like in comedy, like what? What's the most extreme thing that people are saying these days? For like, nine seven jokes. Yeah, but oh, you oh, need yeah. more of those because there's it's the, those extremes are like so outliers. Well, Conrad, that, I don't even think that joke is that extreme. Like that's just like a fucking no, no, yeah. but it, it's a joke. Yeah. No, but it it's it's not. It is extreme. Let's, but it's like, it's, it's spread. Listen, that's diversity. That's progress. That's progression. It's spreading the spectrum further. It's right. Because like people, people are getting offended now by what Frank, like, they're gonna they'll get offended by uh, somebody saying only reason why people um, were offended by it was because they won't like feel that like Pete Davidson is a comedian. And no, but like, I'm saying they should be offended by comedian. it. They should be offended. But what I'm saying is like they you push offensiveness further out so that we have a wider spectrum right. to do comedy. In. Because if you don't do that, if not enough people are doing that, then when um, I don't know, Frank. Uh, what's a joke that you do or a subject matter that you do that's sort of offensive, but not really, but people are like all up in arms about it, like way too overreact to it. I got this one harmless joke where I go, uh, political correctness is out of control. They uh, read a description of an assailant. They said it was a man in his 20s. I'm like, just say what he was. Was he black? Hispanic? <laughs> yeah, was black that's a Hispanic. hilarious joke. And sometimes I'll open with that joke and it'll get nothing and that'll set the tone for my setup. Like, uh-oh. But again, it's blind ignorance. Yeah, it's yeah. like, do you really think the guy offstage thinks all fucking Hispanics and blacks are criminals? Like, no. You know? Yeah, but like, what I'm saying is like, widen that, widen yeah. that spectrum of, of offensiveness. Right. Because that spectrum of offensiveness right now is like the eye of a needle. I was listening to Nick DePaul's last, not the, not the last special he did, the one before then, Raw Nerve. Mm-hmm. came out like 2012, maybe 2011. The first eight minutes, he's fucking as offensive as anyone. Like, yeah. he's just, he was ripping up the Mets for, like, helping some kid with cancer. It's hilarious. Yeah. And, like, and if you could take that the wrong way, it's like, the guy's a comedian. He's he, just trying he, to be he funny. He got punched in the face recently at a yeah, show. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Some fucking asshole. He's going, I, uh, yeah. but this is kind of anti uh, what I'm trying to say. Right. I think he's going a little too far like he he's not he's pushing a, the boundaries he's ran past the boundaries he's become a right-wing comic he's, he's a commentator um opposed to a getting comic. back to that pete davidson joke just to explain that first of all people like uh some people took it the wrong way most people had a sense i didn't give a fuck but i, I mean sean morton um um shared it and i was getting ripped a little bit from like his yeah but people. you should that's what a good that's what yeah so. because you know what the fuck that was it's ballsy yeah listen right. fun. i don't need to think it's funny right but it's ballsy what i'm saying is push the boundaries a little further right yeah, it's like sure. uh it's like when we took fucking texas from mexico let's expand and a little if, bit. If anyone didn't like that joke, look yourself in the mirror. You're you're pandering to someone who doesn't give a shit about you. Like you're like Pete Davidson. Like the people. Like there's a few people who like were like, oh, good luck opening up for him. Yeah, like I'm gonna. That's open hilarious. Up. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna open up for Pete. Well, I, I, I was very. It was kind of complimentary. That it was, it was maybe, nice that you said you know. that. And. You're you're going. You're trying to side with Pete. Da- you think Pete Davidson gives a fuck what me and Rob? Oh wait, think? hold on. They sided with him instead of saying like I. W- I was kind of thinking like it's ballsy to say because I just think like anything nine eleven is very very difficult to pull off. I, I do, we do too. That Not true. No, no. Like in that way, like yeah. Frank's uh, joke too about the fire. Like yeah. 
that shit is harsh. Okay, especially but here. I, New York. I, I, yes, but I don't think that that should not be said. Of course, not. I think that it should be said to widen the boundaries so that other shit can. If someone was, if a nine eleven, um, uh, whatever victim, uh, whatever to, uh, was offended by that joke, I would cope with it. But if you're a fan of Pete Davidson and you're just, yeah, like, I don't that, like that. That's that's who was offended. Oh, it's by just it. his fans were offended some by it. Of, eh, some whatever. Fans. It's like it's he's like he's probably not even aware of it. He does, of course not. He it's doesn't sh- give a shit. Yeah. He's fucking the hottest woman on the earth. You think he gives a fuck what two fucking shitheads from Staten Island think? And if you were offended by it, you're if you're offended on Pete's behalf, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you? Pete Davidson would walk by you quicker than anyone else. Oh yeah, he'd step over you. He's a kid from St- he grew up maybe ten blocks from here. He's fucking the hottest pop star on the yeah. planet. Do you think Pete Davidson remembers? He's fucking Madonna. The- <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> He's fucking. Do he cares about me and Greg? Yeah. I bet you Madonna would throw a good one. Yeah, I bet you. Should. Right now. How old I bet. She? 60 years old. She's probably, I think she's all angry and everything. I bet so. you that she's a tornado. Yeah, she's. Yeah. You ever see her fucking body of evidence in the. Um, you ever see that movie? No. Okay. Well, she's much older since that movie came No, I'm saying she's just fucking. She's like didn't Sean fucking Penn slap her around. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's videos of it on YouTube. Videos of it? Well, yeah, because the paparazzi caught footage of it. You can just find like old footage of it, like found like of of him actually physically assaulting. Yeah, Madonna. and Johnny Depp too. Wait, what? Sean Penn. Johnny Depp didn't assault Madonna. No, uh, there was a fight. There was a fight with uh, Madonna, uh, Madonna, Johnny Depp, and um, the woman from Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Okay. This, I, I'm not aware of this. Yeah, I there, do think Johnny Depp probably hit that other girl that Amber heard. Well, I don't think he did. Johnny Depp doesn't so? look like he could hit anybody. Well, here's the thing: why I think he did. He lives in a castle in France. Yes, right? if he you're does. Hit someone, and the, all the people. He didn't even him. hit anybody in the in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, but that's that's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but because he couldn't do it, he couldn't do the fucking act out. Right, right. He had a lot of really attractive girlfriends: Winona Ryder, Kate Moss. Right. He's got good well, he's a, and I'm sure more. Right. I bet you he's banged more attractive no names. I bet you there's no names hotter than the than than the movie stars. Oh, Giant Depp, of course. Yeah. I bet you fuck people. Like they all they all fuck each other. It's all a sex cult. Everyone knows that. I was with this girl in Vegas one time, and uh, she told me that she'd rather sleep with me than Richard Grieco. She said, "But not Johnny Depp." <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about. Did you ask her why? Like the logic behind it, or the reasoning, or rationale? I did not. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, Can you assume or make assumptions to why that is on her behalf? Uh, I think she just thought I was better looking than Richard Grieco, okay, but not yeah. as good looking as Johnny Depp. Well, I, mean, I didn't care about Richard Grieco. I care more about Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, Richard Grieco was a big star. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm saying I'm more into line of Johnny Depp. I'm just okay. wondering. Well, I'm never going to see her again. So okay. this is 28 years. Why ago. doesn't Mateo have his own podcast? I, I, I did. I did have one. It was called Talking Schlock, and interviewed a very prominent figure of the alt right and made fun of them on the air. Who did you interview? Uh, uh, once Richard Spencer, a few very. Pro- you did? Yeah. Uh, very high prominent right wing anarchists. Some guy from the Church of Scientology once. A uh, couple moderators from Reddit. Okay. Frank, you have anything you want to plug? You want to plug something? Uh, no. Uh, I am going to start a podcast. I'm starting my my own podcast. You should just name it Terra Nova. Maybe, or Terra Dome. 
<laughs> yeah, you just bought the fucking uh, welcome to the welcome maybe that's a uh, maybe that's a name of your fucking yeah. podcast. Welcome to the Terra Dome. So uh, welcome to the Terra Dome. We'll be starting <laughs> this fall. Look out for that. Uh, I'll be hosting my yeah. own podcast. That's you guys will come on as guests, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, Mateo will be a regular. Mateo will be your producer, though he will set up nothing. He's going to show me how to plug it in. You have anything to plug, Conrad? No, I'll be at I'll be at the Creek. I'm going to London to do comedy for all of August. Yeah, I'm going back. And I'll be at the Creek until it shuts down. Until I'll be there, and that's that. I'll be there too, Mateo. Yeah, I'm on the show August eighth, Creek. Did you drink, Mateo? No. Okay. Why? No, because the way you said it, like as if. What show is it? Conflict of interest. That's oh, you for Sal's show. They keep asking me to do it. I say no. Yeah, you should do the judging on that. I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> if it's not stand-up, I'm not, I don't want to get up. Yeah. Mateo looks like uh, Elvis was drowned. I hope you mean Elvis Costello. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, that that might be funnier, guys. <laughs> yeah. he, he looks like, a, he looks like uh, Fonzie and Gumby had a baby. <laughs> Just a, oh man, you you really are quite the character. <laughs> Can we uh, still just everybody go around the table and say what Mateo looks like? <laughs> zombie, you want to get in on this? Come on. Um, okay, yeah, that's Z- zombie. Thing. Take the take a shot. This thing all day. <laughs> nah, zombie can't throw a shot at him. He's Mateo right. looks like a hot dog that fell on the floor. It <laughs> <laughs> does. Look like a crinkly hot dog. So, all right. Anyway, He's a sweet it was good man. to be here. Thank you for having oh, us. Th- my pleasure, boys. Okay, all right. Uh, stop it. And now, a thought from Geico Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to take a spirit animal quiz online. Please be the cheetah. Please be the cheetah. And learn your animal isn't the cheetah, but the far less appealing blobfish. Oh, come on. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 blobfish minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to Geico. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance. Yo, if we go to 7-Eleven right now, we can be back in time for the game. I don't know, man. I don't want to miss kickoff. Okay, but Red Bulls are two for $5 right now when I use my 7-Eleven app. Dude, but kickoff. But how are we going to stay on top of our game while watching this game if we're not on that 7-Eleven game? I don't know. How? Keep up, dude. Two for five Red Bull with my 7-Eleven app. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm feeling you now. Thank you. 7-Eleven. Be game day ready. Plus tax where applicable. Valid at participating locations.